0: One, two, one, three. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 30 of season two of the Munchie's Mint podcast. I'm your host, Chris Lowe. I've got Eddie with me and Steve is always uh before we get going i just want to thank you guys for listening to this thing like taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast especially as boring and terrible as Sevilla has been the last few weeks like Mm. it's hard for us to talk about it because it seems like we talk about the same thing all the time i can't imagine how it is for you guys listening so for those that are and have stuck with us man thanks so much for listening if you like what we're doing you know, give us a little share every now and again on social media or something. Try to spread the word, get some new followers, maybe. Um, we'd love to grow this community even more. Probably not a good time to do that right now with these type of results, but uh geez. Um anyway, uh guys, we played Real Madrid today. Big game, huge game. Uh, you know, the team that we were in a fight for the title maybe a couple months ago, everybody was talking about it, yeah. that didn't pan out. Um, much like today's result, you know, uh, 2-3 final, Real Madrid comes back, uh, scores in extra time, Sevilla via lose 2-3. Um, I don't know, guys. I mean, to me, domination, right? Like that first. Thirty minutes, Sevilla like dominating, playing awesome football, some of the best football that we played in months, if not the whole season, right? What happened?
1: Um perhaps a rewarding half for actually having technical players up there. Um I think what was I think what was surprising after the whole thing, you might have been wondering which team Played an intensive midweek match that went to extra time, and you'd be dumbfounded thinking that was Real Madrid the way they came back in the second half but um I, I've seen us play that well before I don't think it was that out of the ordinary. It's just that we had we actually scored some goals well we've I think we had better halves than that, but we just happened to score and it did look like Madrid was fatigued because it was, there was a little bit of back and forth in the first half, but we made the most out of our chances and we thought it would be smooth sailing. All we had to do is do our regular stuff and defend, right?
2: Best defensive record in the league. And I'm not sure why that didn't pan out. Like,
0: like, it seemed to me like right after the red card that should have been right. Mm -hmm. This team just kind of like stopped playing. Like it seemed like that was the pivotal moment of the game and it shouldn't have been, but it seemed like it was, it was like, I don't know if this team just thought like, okay, the refs are against us. No way. We're Mm going to win this game. Maybe that got in their mind or something. Martial had to be subbed off at that time as well. Definitely changed kind of tactics at that point. Not really tactics, but we stopped playing the same way after that. Like Jordan was having maybe his best game that I've seen him play with Sevilla in that first half. Like he was having a phenomenal game, picking passes and and Papu as well, providing some assist and um, or not assist, but some good passing there too. But and then it just all fell apart. Like from that point, it just seemed like we lost all focus, all confidence, and it was over at that point. Am I reading too much into that, or, or did, you, did you guys feel the same way?
3: Yeah, I don't know if it was the, the penalty, or not the penalty, the red card that should have been that wasn't, and we can get into that. I'm sure we'll get into the, the refereeing decisions throughout the entire game <laughs> later on here, um, or if it was the injury. Um, because it, I can see how both could be demoralizing, but you're right. Like that was the time that it looked like uh, things started to fall apart, and we were lucky that we went into the half at at uh, two nothing. Um, we we definitely had some opportunities, or that the Real Madrid had some opportunities towards the end of that half after the after that sub. That things like just started to look started to look like things might not go our way. And then when we saw some of the substitutions early, early in the second half, it kind of put the nail in the coffin. And then we just kind of had to sit with it for 30 plus minutes and hope that things didn't fall apart. But lo and behold, we're sitting here. We're all kind of sad and uh, we had to make another We had to make another intro to the uh, to the podcast talking about how boring and apologize for this team that none of us are actually affiliated with. Like that's that says a lot about (laughs) about where everybody's uh, like morals are right now or morale is right now. Rather Um, love the team, but it's uh, it's it's hard. It's hard when you love something so much and to not see things play out the way that it should. And honestly, if you had told me this time last week, that we would play a game against Real Madrid and we, it would be a three, two loss. I it would be sad. Like, okay, the draw or a win would be fine, but I wouldn't be too demoralized with it, especially with the, the last two months that we've played. Like, okay, we play the best team in the league to three, two. That's actually not a bad, that's not a bad, um, bad result. Can't win them all. Um, but then, you know, Sevilla, does what Sevilla does and finds a way to just tear my heart out with it anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> up to nothing and then just kind of piss it away. Um, and I, I don't think there's a, a better way to say it than that. Like we had it in our grasp and we just, we parked the bus at 45 minutes starting the second half and, hmm. and we didn't have anything
2: like you, I, I'm at a loss. I don't know what to say.
0: Eddie, do you think that was the turning point in the game, or do you think it was just the second half in general?
1: Um, I th- I think that's valid. What you said about them being demoralized after that no call. Um, because you think okay, that's another that's another thing we're gonna have to face. That's another thing that's against us. Oh yeah, the refereeing decisions. Um and you could sense the crowd being a bit nervous as well. I mean, they were whistling the referee at that point but real madrid was getting back into it if i mean i i think they were the only ones that were focused on the game and perhaps the, uh, the the other players were worried about another refereeing decision that might go against them and real madrid took advantage of that it's like okay they dodged a bullet there and they had an opportunity with benzema albeit it was it was offside but it was just an indication that okay this team can and 2-0 is always a dangerous score right yeah so Knowing this team, they could always score on a diamond. Benzema, the way his form, the form that he's in right now, like you shouldn't rest on your laurels. Thankfully, I thought we went into into halftime without conceding because it happened against uh, Barcelona, against Atletico. Um, even with our defense, right, we managed to concede goals before halftime. We didn't this time. So it's like, okay, get to regroup at halftime. But that was not the case. They came back in the second half, the same energy scored within five minutes. Um, and it's, I don't know if you guys, we could talk about this, but you guys can disagree as well. But I feel like Lopetegi had a great game in terms of how he managed it. I think he had a great game in terms of the starting lineup. Even the changes, I think some might find the changes uh didn't do us any good, but introducing Gudelli into that midfield kind of gave us a way to fight back and kinda withstand some of that pressure like we had moments in there where we were able to to counter um their periods of control, but we just kept losing the ball, and yeah. then Real Madrid just reassumed that control, so it was there to to fight back against. Um, And I kind of understood Lopetegui's expression at the end where he just sat down, because I rarely see him sit down. He was just exasperated. He was like, what else am I going to do? And the analogy I'll use here is basically how Pochettino lost PSG's tie against Real Madrid in the Champions League, is that it wasn't Pochettino's fault in that game. It was how he managed the whole season and never established an identity with his team. Same with Lopetegi here. Perhaps we fell into some bad habits and being too cautious and never found a way out in how to manage a game in certain scenarios. Yeah. And in this case, a team that's trying to fight back that's known for comebacks and we just know one way, try to play out the back, that's not working. All right, then just defend and be cautious, bring in Gudeli set up shop. But the stats won't help you in big games like this when big players step up and score big goals. So, um, I think the team failed this year. I think they had a great game, but I think just the team itself and it's, um, and it's habits, they eventually let themselves down.
0: That's, that's a bold statement. I mean, just the, that's I think you might be on an island by yourself on that one because... I'm used uh, to a social nation over here, man. I, I know, man. It's, it's surprising. I mean, I I thought he had a... I mean, the lineup starting out, I think, is exactly what we expected and probably what we talked about last week. I think we all said that Martial is probably going to start up top, right?
1: didn't think Ocampos would be benched, though.
0: I, yeah, me either. Me, that that's that is surprising. That 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 was super and didn't didn't feature until what? He came into the game uh seventy second minute. Yeah, very surprising. Yeah. Um, I think Lopez started out great. Uh, I think the lineup was spot on what it needed. I think from that point on, and. And this is us talking, and and I haven't really – as soon as the game was over, I turned everything off. I went upstairs, changed all my Sevilla gear off. I was done learning about this team at that point of the day. I wanted to move on. Uh, I was so pissed off. Um, I don't know if Papu had an injury. I mean, he is coming back off of injury. I don't know if that's why he was subbed at halftime. Um, We we know why Martial was, was subbed you know, in the first half. So, you know, some of this again is probably him chasing injuries a little bit on his subbing pattern. I didn't like that. He took a and ticket Teca, uh, Tito off at the same time. You're completely Amen. changing that left-hand side. Um, just to me that I, I didn't understand that um, you slot Oliver Torres over there on the left now. And, expect him to play out of position and, and cover defensively, which, you know, JC9 can totally do. Um,
3: Just hang him out to dry is what, what happened.
0: It, it seemed guess. like that because, I mean, Augustus and Augustus and he, he's he hasn't been great this season, in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinion. But damn, I sound like Donald Trump there. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Everybody's uh, saying it. Oh, my God. That's horrible. <laughs> but anyway, everybody's saying it. Uh, must be true. Anyway, um, I don't know. I think we just, exactly, Steve, we hung him out to dry. And, and yeah. that sub, I didn't understand. The, the other one's fine, whatever. I mean, um a compost coming on for, for Lamella. I think at that point you had to make that sub. But, you know, my biggest problem was just, our, our tactics in the second half were just negative. And yep. you you know being two up on this team with the quality that they've had that it happened to you when you were in Madrid, the same thing happened. You lost at the end because they came back and, 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 and beat you, right? Like they scored a late goal and beat you. You know they have the ability and you went negative and didn't try to get a goal. But with that said, it's not only on Lopategi Those players today gave up, and they weren't clinical when it needed it. Jesus Navis had an opportunity to cross the ball in and put it on a dime to two guys that were wide open, and just air the cross. Uh, there were some other opportunities uh, we Rafa just didn't. Amir. Rafa Mir, We yeah, the header, the header r- yeah. over the over the bar. You know, we, we missed the chances. The players didn't take those opportunities, so. As much as it is Lopetegui, he's not the only one in the fall. Even the fans today, I hate talking about the fans because they have to suffer in the game, but they had a let off today. We all had a let off at one point, and you saw it in the sense. I mean, uh, the, the fans got quiet at a certain point, and finally it took them a little bit to get back into it, and, and they did, But uh, and, and tried to bring the team home. But good Lord, just – I don't know. At what
2: point did you know that we were going to lose? I didn't believe we were going to lose until the second minute of stoppage time.
3: I felt like you thought
0: it was going to be a draw.
3: When we got to that point, like I saw that there were seven minutes left. I'm like, so that's, that's a long time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I mean, we saw what happened last time. There was nine minutes left (laughs) in stoppage time again, in our last game. So anything can happen. But at that point in the game though, like we had, we had weathered, the first 20 minutes of the second half when they came out strong in the in the first 20 minutes of the second half. We'd weathered that. We still weren't playing w- as well as we could have. We weren't playing nearly as well as we were in the first half. But we had found a little bit of I don't want to say rhythm because you yeah, like we were throwing things left and right. Um just with the Rafa Migration's missed header and Hazard Navas missing some stuff and just a lot of passes just going out of bounds. Um but Real Madrid was also kind of on the back foot at that point too. And they just, they broke us down. They were more clinical and the, the better team won. The better team
0: yeah. went out there and took it. That's, you mentioned the passing, like the first half, our passing was so crisp and we were yeah. so fluid and so one touch passing, which we hardly ever see from this team. Uh, and then the second t- half it was like, we couldn't pass each other. It was. Just weird. Open. Yeah. Weird passing. Like, I don't know what happened there. Any anything?
1: The team was just demoralized. Uh, it's crazy. It didn't it didn't take much to set the team off its rhythm. And all that pretty passing you're doing in the first half, and you can't replicate the same thing no. in the second. Um we went, we went away to Madrid and were able to play well. Went away at the Camp Nou, were able to play well. And you're in your own backyard, and you capitulate like that. Um, I felt sorry for that defense because we we finally got a break. I think this was during the Vinicius Varech, and you could just see Kunde and Diego Carlos talking to the other other team like, "Help us out here, like press them up up, up high, like you're." Like, you saw how deep Rafa Mir was, was. Like, he was just outside the box. I never see him there. Yeah, yeah. I usually see an Nasseri there because he's a workhorse. But even Rafa Mir... had no outlets. To, yeah, no, no outlets. Yeah, no outlets.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I understood why he pushed Oliver to... To the wing because he doesn't trust him in midfield. With this midfield battle and trying to take control back, many times he's played Oliver Torres and it hasn't helped. So he's like, okay, I need to put someone else in. He brought in Gudelli and had to push
3: Oliver out wide. So I, I understood that, but um, we had no. I don't fault first. him. I don't fault him for bringing Gudeli in. Um, I think that was the move that needed to be made. That first half Just, substitution yeah. when they brought in should, Augustin should, at the same
0: time should have been a Gudeli for Papu instead of Torres for Papu, and move Rakitic up.
1: Um, perhaps, but you're going back to that same four three three with Jordan and Rakitic. So he's finally listening to us, right? Keeping that four two three one shape. Um, but and- you got to
0: lead. You got a two nothing lead. <laughs> I know. Which is. Maybe that's what happened today. Lopetegui's like, "What the hell is this? I have a two nothing league I don't know what to do anymore.
1: He took risks today. He benched Ocampos' for once because we even seen when he came on Ocampo's passes is going to no one, and yeah. he played all like i've I never knew we'd get this this early, but they got Tito Papo and Lamela playing together. Yeah, and Martial as well. I'm like, wow, I was in heaven. I was in heaven before before the game started because I'm like, wow, these four players are gonna be playing together. Not one, not single, not a single player finished the game though. Um, it just told me when he played all four of those guys together that he, he wouldn't have no ace up his sleeve in the second half. So he was really risking it, and Oconia yeah. starting as well.
0: I, his so, ace was Rafa Mir, right? Like that's that's the ace that you have, the guy that's really? been scoring at the 70th minute. I mean,
3: yeah, he's
1: played like he's three times right? long
0: in this
3: game as he did in the last 12 games. Well,
0: yeah. that's what I mean. Like he's been scoring at the end when you know yeah. the other team's tired. Like that, I think that's his his ace of his sleeve. But he's but like you said, he's he, not he said the kind Luke, of player to. Luke de Jong. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> like you said, he's not the kind of player to create his own his own shot, right? Correct. He need someone off the bench that could create. You would think that's Oliver Torres. He he did do some good things, but um, the team was already going backwards by that
2: point. Yeah.
3: I don't know. I think Lopetegui pulled the... I, I think he tried to get... I mean, because he put on Augustinson and um, Goodelli. I think that he did that early. I don't know. Maybe just hindsight. I feel like he got he got jittery when after the first... 10 minutes or so of the uh,
0: it was like se- that. that was seven minutes after the goal nothing yeah. really changed for Sevilla in that seven yeah, minutes we I were mean, losing the like- ball so I think he was trying to make I think he was trying to get some solid some solidify I don't know trying to get solid in the midfield um yeah. I think that was his goal but it just took away even more options for you to get yeah. out of the back and we just could never ever do that after that um so chris get back to what you were saying about the players giving up yeah. as well
3: and i think that it's it's telling and i said earlier that the best team won um and i have no problem admitting that this this game um and one of the things that better teams do is pull themselves out of funks that they get into and because in the first half Real Madrid was in the exact same position we were in the second half today. Um, Militao was screaming at the rest of the defense and the midfield, um, because he gave up two really bad goals. Um, mm-hmm. the goalkeeper, the goalkeeper was, was screaming at his defense. They were at each other's throats. They, yeah. There was blood in the water yeah. and, and we let them get to halftime. We let them shore things up and like we didn't, we didn't pounce. Um, Mm -hmm. we, and then we let them, we let them do the same thing to us and they got in our heads and it wasn't like they were playing, um, playing like dirty football or anything like that. It was just like, they are a better team and we need to seize every opportunity that we can, because like, if we don't, they're going to run all over us. They didn't run all, all over us today, but there's very few opportunities to make up for, for mistakes when you play a team of this caliber. And we learned that the hard way today.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was there for the taking, uh, Carl and Hong Kong on the, on the forums, uh, said it, uh, Sevilla should die like a man, not like a coward. I mean, that's strong words, but so accurate. Like... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I thought that was, it was spot on. Uh, Niller in Denmark uh, on the forums as well. And this is kind of the whole deal here. A team that is more afraid of losing than eager to win is not what we want to be. Um, Alas, it is what we've become. Uh, Harsh words, but reality. I mean, you know, one team wanted to win today and one team wanted to protect the lead. And that's it never works hardly ever does it work especially not for 45 minutes against a team that can score as much and Eddie you said it earlier and and, and I said this like to Kristen while was, we were watching the game today I was like it, you would think Sevilla were the team that played 120 minutes on Tuesday like mm-hmm. I said the same exact thing to her as we were watching the game cuz it just we had no life no energy uh looking around for answers questioning things and I mean as bad as a referee was for them, I mean we got lucky today too. I mean uh Diego Carlos's handball early on with Bono, that kind of mix up could have been called. I didn't think it should have been. It was it would have been harsh, but could have been called. Uh the announcers on our feed were definitely pulling for that as a penalty. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. They they said that could have been I mean, seeing the uh I mean, just before that, the the Atlético Español game with RDT's handball. Um, so you're like, okay, if things like that are being called, then perhaps they would have given that that handball call against Diego Carlos. It wouldn't be surprising. It is it is a state of refereeing today with super slow mo and VAR, right? Um, but uh, we we survived that. Um, yeah, what else? <laughs> what else is there to say?
0: Um, the goals. I mean, we haven't talked about the goals. We've been so negative so far in 23 minutes of this podcast. We haven't even talked about the Sevilla goals that put us in a very good mood, making me think, Oh, what am I going to wear? And, and, uh, you know, around all the real Madrid supporters around here, just to rub it in a little bit and uh, no opportunity for me to do that now, but I mean, racketage uh, free kick. Put it where I mean, great free kick. uh, Got a little lucky with, uh, Mattel doing whatever the hell he was doing. Just I don't know what he was thinking. Acrobatics there, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was he trying to do? And he, I like, uh, I, I, know, know. I think he
1: assumed the rest of the wall would be jumping too. So it's like, let me do something outrageous. He wouldn't expect <laughs> me to block it like this, right? <laughs> Instead, of so the
0: hole. It. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what are they? it was like a, a jerky. What are those things called? Like when you throw your leg up? Behind you? I don't know what it's called. But anyway, um, and then the second goal was gorgeous. I mean that that pass from Acuna uh, hmm. with his head forward to uh, Tecaquito. Teca. I can't speak tonight. Um, um and then him dribbling in and and putting it around Cortana, Courtois, and uh, why didn't Courtois get a, a yellow card from there? I mean, I know he would have got a penalty, but we scored anyway, but shouldn't they have given him a yellow? I mean, that was a foul on a, on a goal-scoring opportunity there. Yeah,
3: it didn't Thanks. go to VAR. They didn't call it in the moment, and it didn't go to VAR because we scored anyway. So, yeah.
0: Well, I'm not worried can't... about the bar, but they could have gave him a yellow for a foul. They can, I mean, and they, they should have been. been. All right. Might have been harsh, but <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, it was at that point, yeah.
1: The advantage was played, and you should still consider that. That happened a few times. Oh, that, sure. that tussle between uh that duel between Rafa and Militao when they were uh going for the ball. Rafa wins it back towards the corner. Militao kinda of holds him back. That should have been carded as you should have been carded for that as well, but he, he forgot about that that play right there. Um but yeah, nice, nice touch by Tiquatito to get by Militao, and to have the strength to to stay on his feet, and to make complete that run and score the ball to Lamela. Yep. Um And I, I like those. I like those moments when you score back to back like that. It, it just shows you're on top in, in the game, and making the most of your chances. Um, That's it's just unfortunate. Goal. Yeah. Four, oh,
2: sorry,
0: four go, minutes go ahead, apart, the two goals. Yeah. Four. No, minutes I'm just saying apart. it's unfortunate
3: to stay that way. Yeah. Love well, that second goal this really drives home the point that Chris made earlier about how disappointed it was that they pulled off Tequetito and Acuna and just like opened up that left side. And like that was that was our left side that made that goal. Like that they were the reason why we were in that opportunity that had that opportunity in that position. Um we just lost all that.
0: Yeah. Lost i understood taking taking off acuna because this is his first game back from injury yeah. protecting that i understood that but but maybe leave uh corona on for a little bit just to yep. at least get give uh that left side time to get into the game and get exactly. uh, a little bit accustomed you just don't pull I, them off
3: to the, both at the same time like that's what yeah. I, yeah that's line the
0: line change dude. it's just weird mm-hmm. um Anyway, so then it came to the big moment where Camavinga uh, should have got a second yellow, should have been sent off. Uh, it's just La Liga, man. He missed, it's he not football. The it's La Liga, huh? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> exactly. He didn't. He was able to see that Kamavingo got the ball there, but he was able to spot the handball from Vinicius. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I really don't know. <laughs> I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he missed it because I've seen referees do that. It's like, oh yeah, he got the ball, but they didn't. But it's like, damn, really, really at That's that so moment, it's crazy because before the game, I remember reading that this was one of the referees that what well, hasn't been too favorable to Real Madrid. So it's like, okay, we'll we'll wait and see when the game happens, <laughs> and. It was like, man, I don't want to get into that whole conspiracy thing. It's just like, how do you miss that call? Like,
2: yeah,
3: did you really not want to call that? I mean, you were already losing. I think it just comes down to being having a. I don't know. I don't. I have. I don't know the referees in La Liga well enough to to be able to say that. Oh, like they're always bad or whatnot. But I mean, they're this always ref had, bad. They're always this,
0: bad. <laughs> this ref That's had a, a bad statement. day. That's not a, this.
3: This ref had a bad day. Um, and it wasn't just like in Real Madrid's favor, like there were other calls that they missed on us. Um, there were opportunities that they, that, that ref had that he could have taken better control of the game. It didn't, um, it was just a bad day at the office for this ref. And that reflects very poorly on the league but
2: an there was office, four... uh,
1: but the office bus tells you not to call those against real madrid right <laughs> Um, I'm
3: I'm not even going to get into that. Like, I, I, mean, said it, I said it before. That... I'll say it again. The moment that I start like giving in to any kind of conspiracy theories is the moment that I can't even be a fan anymore. It's just yeah. like
0: That's, I, I I agree with you. There, just for you know clarity, there was four red cards in La Liga this this week and other matches. This should have been a fifth. Um, so lots of reds passing around in in the league, um, but you know. T- to Steve's point, as bad as he was on that moment, getting the you know if he if it is a conspiracy, then he wouldn't have called the handball that wasn't a handball. It should have been a goal. I mean, clear.
2: And goal. he
3: would have given the handball to Carlo, uh, Diego Carlos,
0: and he would like, have let's given be given honest. Right. I, I, we we definitely came out ahead on decisions today, yeah. probably. But, but
3: honestly, I think Diego Carlos probably had more of a handball than who was who was it that
2: it that, was uh, Vinny. It Vinny, was Vinny. yeah but but yeah
0: like, you, you, yeah i think carlos was more it, it of a handball than Vinny. carlos's
2: <laughs>
3: yeah like <laughs> Vinny's was like okay i saw that i'm like no they're like this is they're gonna reverse this like it was it was his shoulder I'm like no it hit his bicep i'm like uh okay I, i'm not gonna look a gift yeah. horse in the mouth but what do you guys yeah. think
1: uh, on that do you guys think it was a handball on vinnie or was it a shoulder
3: no shoulder. no i don't think I, I think it was yeah i think it, it probably should not have been a handball
1: yeah. you ready uh, like for me, I'm like, yo, he's Brazilian. He's been doing this since he was five years old. So I'm like, of course he took that on the shoulder. Um, but it, I mean, it did look like a handball a little bit with the camera, but I really thought it was his shoulder. It was a yeah. tough call to make. Um, so it's like, if, if it's inconclusive at the end, just keep the, the call on the f- the call that was made on the yeah. field, right?
3: Whereas um, the Diego Carlos one was just like, <laughs> like Jeez. what the hell are Bono and Diego Carlos doing there in the first place and then it's just like, it, yeah, too, it's just like <laughs> what is going on
1: there's always a bit of nervousness when we face these big teams at least yeah. once and
0: Bono yeah. always has a shaky moment against, against Real Madrid always has a shaky, yes. he had a yes. couple of shaky moments today but, oh,
3: but none, of the, uh, none of their three goals really came down to mistakes on Bono though no. Yeah. No.
0: Like his, his, Nothing he could have done.
3: He he made up for his shaky moments, and and we did not concede goals because of him. Like
0: yeah. you give the you give a team that many opportunities, fifteen shots total yep. for Real Madrid. They're going to score three of those. They they have the, that quality. Yeah,
3: it's what we did against Granada last week. Like mm-hmm. we just we had more opportunity. Speaking of
0: Granada. Uh Sevilla travel to Valencia to face Levante, who just mean mugged Granada four to one yesterday. So that's next up for Sevilla on the table uh, uh, you it's a you know team game, isn't it it's a, hmm. it's a Thursday game. Thursday games, such a weird day. Where are you still Thursday
1: Liga. games? Come on, so here in League, fighting, League, fighting yeah. for the
0: Europa League, but not not La Liga games.
3: Yeah. Hopefully, Levante is easier than the Europa League this year. It's never an easy trip, man.
1: Yeah, sometimes we play yeah. well over there. It just the result just doesn't go our <laughs> way sometimes, and they got Morales <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Camerales, yeah, they just got uh Sadato back so they they've got some players you know starting to play. Barty didn't even play today. Um and I think Campania Campania is hurt again or or at least he wasn't on the roster today. Uh you know who they also have is um oh crap Coker? No, no, no. Uh, is Cookie still there? I think he is, he's really. still there. Yeah, who did they just get uh Oh man, I forgot his name.
1: I'm gonna kick myself when I see it. I mean, I think we drew last time we went to uh away to Levante. Um, no, I know we, it was the crazy We beat them, six, right? Five three. No, we beat them like five two or five three. Yeah, the home game uh, earlier this season. Oh, oh you're talking about when we last time we went there. Really. Yeah, yeah, last time we traveled to. Um, I just remember the one one during that pandemic. Uh, pandemic season. Yeah. Um, the last season, I can't quite remember that result, but um, yeah, they're fighting for relegation. Um, I'd hate to be the kind of Sevilla team that donates points around this time a year to struggling teams. We've done that before, but based on what we've seen in the first half, I'm very confident in in uh, the games coming up because it we could put this result behind us. It's gonna sting. It's gonna hurt a lot. It's gonna play back. It's gonna play uh, back a lot on. Some of these players' minds, but going forward, we have we have the kind of players to, to pull us through. There's still a gap between us and the chasing pack. I'm Three fairly points. confident that we could get the job done. Um, but I mean, mm-hmm. I was fairly confident last week when I called that we would be winning against Real Madrid. So
0: I called the same thing. I said it, we were we were winning. We should have won. I mean, it was, we should have won that game. We. And a 2
1: 0 lead with our defense, and like you would think they have they have it in the bag, right? Especially mm-hmm. when Benzema was missing those chances um, early in the game. He had two chances that you would think he would score, but he didn't. So Carvajal. Like, okay.
0: Carvajal, Carvajal and Rodrigo is the guys that kill us today. Carvajal, Carvajal playing left back,
1: yeah. But Carvajal knows how to put a decent pass in, a decent oh, cross, without in. a doubt, all yeah. the time. He always knows where to find his players. And
0: he always shows up against Sevilla, it seems like. (laughs) But Rodrigo, come on. Right off the bench. That was his first La Liga goal of the season. He snuck in.
1: He snuck in through the back post, fell asleep. The defense fell asleep, and my goodness. Once that went in, it's like, really? It only – this quickly?
0: That's what uh, I – that's when I thought it was over at that point. I saw <laughs> nothing was changing at the second half. I did. I just, I went super negative, super early in the second half. And so as soon as I went in, I was like, maybe a draw, but I, I saw us losing at that point. I just didn't, I didn't see a way through. I didn't, just the way we were playing. And we had no, no, nothing on the bench, right? <laughs> like maybe Ocampos, but, but yeah. I mean, we, well, what's he going to do, right? Like, uh, you bring so, up the so matches. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, no, go I, was ahead, just,
3: I was just going to say, like, we got out to a great start, and then we slowed down, and then we lost hope. That's what? that's kind of how I feel about our entire season. Like right now, <laughs> right now, looking at the rest, like the last five games, six games, I'm thinking mm. to myself, you know, it kind of feels like we're tied two-two in the 70th minute right now. Yeah, like, and we're just kind of staving off death. <laughs> like, like I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's, it's, it's not a positive outlook. Even though I look at the calendar here, and like, like Eddie said, like we've got Levante, we've got Cádiz. Villarreal is not gonna be easy at all. But and None then we go back games. to my, we go to my like. It's just like, like we've got, we've got so many chances against teams that are not nearly as good as Barcelona or Real Madrid. On paper, as us. Um, Trip to Madrid in uh, May. That, that one, I don't have any kind of expectations for. But, but the rest of them, like, yeah, like, like on paper, we should be able to beat. But I feel kind of like, like, right now, looking at the rest of the season, Chris, I feel like how you just described yourself after Rodrigo's goal. <laughs> like, I feel like we, like, the, the wheels haven't come off yet, but they're really loose. And and
0: we, it's just a matter of time. So if Lopez doesn't finish fourth, is he gone? He's gone. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna have a say in
1: it. it it's up to the board. Um, <laughs> but uh, hey, you- I'm I'll, I'm rooting for the guy. Like yeah, he's, I am he's too. on our team, I'm rooting for him. But
3: it's like, man, please, I don't
1: want I don't want, want, to I don't want send
0: them to be right. No. <laughs>
3: No. And, and quite honestly, I have been probably one of his, I don't want to say his, his biggest advocates so far, but like, I, I've been trying to advocate for like, you know, top four finishes are really good <laughs> and consistency is really good. Um, but if we don't get top four and we don't have that consistency, then yeah, we change. Like it's like, there's no sense in keeping a coach around for consistency if he can't be consistent.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't want to see a change either. Cause I don't, I don't think there's options out there that's any better um, that's going to come to Sevilla. but if he doesn't finish top four, he's got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think Please. it's simple that that that's the board's only true goal for the season. I mean, that's mm-hmm. their yeah. stated number one priority is to finish in the top four, and if you don't get that, I mean, sorry, bud. Yeah. you know that being said the other side of that coin,
3: if he is, if we are in the top four, if the wheels don't come off the, <laughs> off the bus that uh, dramatically, I guess, Um, like the way I see it, as long as we keep finishing top four, Lopetegui will be around. Like, like that's, that's how I, that's how I envision envision this. It's like, as long as he's getting the top four results, then he's got a spot as the manager. I don't necessarily agree with that in terms of, What I would want to see, like the style of football that we play, but with our our board, as long as we are finishing top four, Lopetegui is going to have a job as a manager.
0: It's, yeah. I mean, if he drops all six, I mean, we're not going to finish top four, but um, if he drops three of these last six, I mean, he's still a possibility. Uh, I don't know if we finish top four, if we do that. but um, He can still go even if he
1: gets it, right? Yeah, um, the board I mean, could be thinking just like us and some of the people on the boards that it's still not good enough. It's, you ran it you ran it kind of close after having such a big yeah. advantage. Um, so it's like, and it hasn't happened in the last two years. Like we didn't, we didn't, we didn't fall off like this. Yeah, there was short, the people- of, short spells of of it. It might collapse, but it didn't really fully collapse like in previous seasons under different managers.
0: What's been surprising to me this season is, and I think this is a credit to the Sevilla fans that go to the stands, that that are season ticket holders, that go to the RSP every week. You haven't heard that Lopetegui criticism very strongly from them, at least from afar, from what I can tell, and from the people that I talk to that actually go to the games. They've been pretty supportive and and right there with him. That changed today. There was chance of Lopetegui out. And... Um, this seems like a a moment that that this might be a pivotal change where the pressure of the Sevilla season ticket holders, especially those that have some pull, if they start making you know noise, then that makes things happen. And uh, I I hope that doesn't happen. Let's just finish top four and not worry about it, right? Like, Mm. I, I there's people on our on our forums that don't want to see that at all. They they want to change. They want to change now. They wanted to change in February. They wanted to change probably in you know the start of 2021 season, but um I I don't know. I mean, consistency is a good good thing. We've had a lot of injuries. I would like to see what Lopetegi could do with a, a roster with improvements. I don't think our midfield is anywhere near a, what it has to be to be able to compete for a La Liga
2: title, in, or
0: who has a better midfield, Villarreal or or Sevilla?
1: I mean, me being a Parejo fan, I'll always be a Real. Yeah,
0: right. I mean, <laughs> that guy's amazing most of the time.
3: Um, um my pie uh, in the sky dream for Lopetegui is because. I will preface this by saying that it seems like the players really respond well to him. They respond well to his leadership it, like you get that sense from a lot of the players. My pie in the sky dream and my wish and it's never going to come true <laughs> would be like just have him give like game management and substitutions to somebody else and then he still like manage the team and like the the training and putting the team together, and they can still play his style. They can still play the style of football that we have, that is defensive focused and whatnot. But then, like, don't give in to his like jitteriness that we that he tends to to show when when things start going wrong. And like, oh, we're just gonna sub everybody in, like, take our attackers off, and and throw defense in, and just kind of park the bus and and try and play defense for 45 minutes. Um, it's never gonna happen because you don't see that, you don't see that in football. Like you see that in in other sports, but there's not a precedent for that to happen. Like the manager needs mm-hmm. to manage every aspect
0: of it. Um, and if but, he goes too big to allow that to happen, come on. Oh,
2: <laughs> no, exactly,
3: right, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, like in, in American football, you see it all the time where, where the head coach will give play calling duties to somebody else um, so that they can focus on other things uh, with the team. Um, and admittedly, those teams are much larger like there's 53 people on the team that they're managing and there's just a lot more stuff going on there. But like you see that in, in some other sports that I follow and I'm like, Oh, like I feel like that would benefit from that. But like you said, the ego and everything else um, and just the lack of precedent for something like that to happen. um, It just wouldn't like there would be like, then why are we paying him when they they, did? But But I I feel like he, he does bring a lot to the team, but his game time decisions is that's where I feel like he's lacking
0: the most. I don't normally have a problem with his in game decisions as far as substitution patterns and that sort of thing. I think he's does what you would really expect. What I have a problem with is not being able to change tactics when needed. That goes to the first part of the game that goes to like today when he just got very defensive and, I don't know, but you know Lopez is getting a lot of heat, but the players have got to take some responsibility for this too. I mean, hmm. you're up to you got to finish a game. That's all it is and they failed to do that today.
1: Um I don't even think he was trying to be that cautious today to begin with. It's just the players gave in. Um but I mean, he's been preaching that uh throughout his tenure. So how how else are the players gonna react, right? So it's like I mentioned the Pochettino thing. You didn't you didn't lose the game on the day. It's just it's just what you've been coaching throughout the season came came back and bit you in the ass. Um, so in that regard, it's like okay, we can't. I understand why people say we can't go on like this. Um, yep. He's the only guy with me, and that's part of Suseo Nation. So of course, I'm a ride for the guy. Um, but like my ultimate, like my my more most optimistic self sees a different Sevilla under him. But it'd have to be something we haven't seen before because we haven't seen that version of Sevilla yet. So it'd have to be it's delusion at at this point. All right,
0: we we need the first twenty minutes Sevilla today,
1: yeah,
0: and yeah. Then we need that consistently, and we just haven't against, seen that
1: against the other teams in the league. I mean, yeah. show show that you are that big team, not against, okay, now Real Madrid is in town, so we're going to show ourselves to be, you know, be toe-to-toe with them. It's like, do that against the other 18, 19 teams. You're, you're exactly. not showing that.
3: This 3-2 loss sure. would not have looked nearly as bad had we not drawn, like, every other game this this calendar year. <laughs> That's yeah, an exaggeration. Exactly. But, like, like had we done that we would still be in the title race right now even losing this like we would be like what six points behind like instead of i don't know i can't count that high i went to school for music i can only come to four but it's (laughs) like like it's yeah like we need to losing a game against real madrid or barcelona um that's not the end of the world like they are good teams it's okay but playing down to competition and I ain't nil-nil to Real Sociedad. Like, that's where we lost the season. Like, games like that, like losing to Granada in the first half of the year. Like, that, those are the games, those are the moments that lost us this season. Not losing 3-2 against Real Madrid.
2: Yep, I agree.
0: So Sevilla's third in the table right now, tied on points with Atletico Madrid, who... Pulled one out an extra time as well. Uh, I thought that game was over. They get a late penalty. Uh, And then, uh, so we're three points ahead of Betis for fourth place. Uh, Well, not for fourth. You know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, Only three points ahead of Betis. Five points ahead of Real Sociedad. And uh, I think six or seven ahead of Villarreal. So, folks are closing the gap. Man, I thought we had at least one point today. It didn't happen. Uh, mm-hmm. Sevilla Atlético, the women also lost this week. So not a not a great day and not a great weekend for Sevilla all around. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Sevilla Atlético lost to Sabadal, I guess is how you say that. Mm-hmm. Um, man, those guys are up a man over 45 minutes of the game and couldn't put a goal in. That's a shame. Um, anyway, Derby's coming up on Sunday. Mm. Hopefully we'll win that. Uh, we should win that. That has to be a win because I mean, <laughs> Betis B is down in the way down. I think they got 15 points total in the year or something like that. They've so. already been relegated,
3: haven't they? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. not so, that close. Well,
0: for the, yeah, exactly.
3: I'd um, love to see it. I mean, but, we're not we're not too far away from relegation ourselves. That's
0: exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. We're, we're in 15th spot, three behind Lennon. <laughs> anyway, whatever. We should just mail it in like Sevilla did in the second half and just call it a quits right here. Jesus. Yeah, just say, like, uh, all
3: right, yeah, we're done. We're we're done. done.
0: Forget yeah, it. it. <laughs> See you guys oh, after the <laughs> What was worse? What was worse, Shaq's rap album or Sevilla's second half?
2: What?
1: That album's amazing, That's man. Just a lot of I'm left field, there,
0: Chris. <laughs> like, come on, no, like, no, give us no, no, some no, warning no. here. Give <laughs> us some warning. It's gonna be the second half. The album had maybe had a couple good songs. Anyway, uh, women lost. Uh, what was it? Two nothing, I think, to Sociedad. So uh, they're only two points ahead of Bettis now. They've kind of like kind of lost mindset. some. Lost some uh, ground there. Uh, and they've got Barcelona up next May 1st. So I think they've got a little break. That's awesome.
1: Um, we didn't yeah. play them twice yet. My goodness, man. Right?
3: Yep. Claudia
1: Pina, so, just play on so Sevilla for just this one game
2: again, just for old time's sake. Right. please.
3: So that's a May 1st game? May 1st, yeah. So you're saying the team's really off until the second week of May. all right chill 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 (laughs) take forfeit it's only a three no loss oh damn man oh Oh. ouch
1: come on man we could
3: Uh, we could derail that
1: perfect season you never know man we
3: could this
1: is football yeah
3: the Football. It's La Liga.
0: I don't like Steve's uh, suggestion there. Actually, it might look better on paper. Ah, uh, could be gold differential. Right, I might hey, I might get his oh, gold differential. Actually, help out with gold differential <laughs> at the end of the year.
1: <laughs> hey man, I'll be the only one on that island to severe women. Y'all gotta get a result against Barcelona. I believe in y'all. Until that very last minute, I believe in y'all, man. Yeah, that's why they play the game. That's
2: right. That's crazy. Right.
3: Crazier things have happened. And I, I do want to say that this is not an indictment of our women's team at all. This is just like of course, the, this Barcelona crazy. team is just so far and above anybody else in this competition that it's like, a dynasty. Yeah, it's, it is. It is.
1: It's a monopoly. It's a, it's a living <laughs> dynasty that we're that we're witnessing right now. Yep. Oh, uh, so, my window uh, trebled again. Like.
0: Without a doubt, right? Like I don't see any way they want. This is right. crazy, unbelievable. Anyway, um, guys, any final thoughts? Um, any any consoling words out there that we can give some your fans? It might be we've got Levante <laughs> hanging on at fifty minutes of
3: this episode. <laughs> we've got Levante midweek, and then we have a long break. We, have, we play we played the Friday after. Um against cadiz those are two very winnable games they won't be easy we have to travel for both of them i believe i think the cadiz one one's on the road as well although that's not nearly as much travel and our fans should be able to travel to that pretty pretty easily as well um, caddy is the home game but oh, caddy is a home game yeah oh that's even better um those are two very winnable games um two games that we can get back on track pretty easily um at least mentally uh, and there's a lot of, a lot of time, a lot of time in there. Um, we've got the other teams. Some of the other teams in the competition are playing other competitions still. Um, and Good can, shout. Congratulations,
0: can, Villarreal. Congratulations, yeah. Emery, Congratulations, Ibora. Congratulations, uh, Alberto Moreno. Like mm. lots of Sevilla love over there. Man, what a, Knocking out Byron, what a feat, dude! That's amazing. Yeah, right, right. Congratulations! It's and awesome. Real Madrid, you get a golf clap for coming back and beating Chelsea. So
3: that was also uh, a super exciting game. It was a really good game. And as much yeah. as I don't like Real Madrid, I would much rather have any La Liga side at this point in in Champions League than any Premier League side. So yeah, I mean, bring yeah. it on. <laughs> that yep. pass, I mean,
2: just Oof. him.
1: And he was having a field day today, too. He was like, oh, you want to see more outside the foot passes? I'll, uh, all right, hold my beer. Um, <laughs> but what a, what a fantastic player that is um, to witness him playing. Still at, how old is he now? 37, 40, 43? <laughs> um, still, playing, still playing well, man. Um, yeah. Legendary player right there. But, yeah, congrats to Villarreal. Um, as for for the rest of the games coming up, All of them are difficult. Like, I don't care who they are and where they're at the table. And most of those teams are fighting against relegation. So, you know, Mm -hmm. these games are going to be hard and we've seen us play this season. We're going to be suffering dog. We're going to be suffering to the last minute. Like, even if we're two goals up, well, this team will find a way to make us
3: suffer. They'll be painful, but they're still winnable. Like it's the ship has not sailed on, on these games. Um,
1: I don't know, man. I think I should, you know, go by what I said two weeks ago. I should think that we're going to miss out on fourth place so I could be happy about the fourth place finish at
3: the end of the season. Cheers. Uh,
0: that's a
2: we should way we, to look at
0: it, I guess. Chris, we should have just pulled the plug 20 minutes ago when you sat down. <laughs> Jeez, just throw in the towel. Yeah. Hey, I still love this team. It's hard. It's so hard the last two months, but we're with you. I mean, we we stuck with you today. Um, we might have turned the TV off immediately after, but we stuck with you, all those excruciating moments, and we pull for them, and we want to see them do well, and it hurts when they don't, and I think everybody's feeling that. Um, we took our Sevilla
3: gear off and may have thrown it on the bed. But then we hung it back up very carefully,
2: yeah. <laughs> so that we can wear it, it again.
3: Would... We didn't throw in the garbage. <laughs> no, we didn't burn no. it. We like
0: it's like we we haven't given up. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. we didn't put the the jersey in the dryer so the numbers melt off. No, we 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 hung that carefully up so it'd be air dried. Worried about it shrinking and exposing more of my beer
3: gut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, guys, thanks for hanging out with me on a Sunday night. Here, five it's hours after the game, or so. Uh, it's, it's always a therapy session after this. Um, lots to talk about today. It sucks that it didn't go our way, but the first 20 minutes were very exciting football, and uh, I hope to see more of that coming up. More of the Papu, Eric, Tecatito, Martial. I hope Itakengu. he's not,
3: I hope he's not hurt severely. Like, it seemed like he was in a lot of pain and there was a a image that I think it was Sevilla FC shared on Twitter uh, like of the the impact on his knee um, hmm. and it looked it looked pretty bad like his knee was uh. his knee was um, twisted at an angle that knees should not twist so um, I hope it's I hope it's not something that's that hurts him because I mean we can we can rag on him all we want but he, that's the last thing that he as an individual needs at this point is is mm-hmm. a, a bad injury to derail things even more.
0: But he played pretty well today too. I mean that that one shot that he just missed um yep. kind of came out of nothing, right? Like that was kind of reminding me what Benzema normally does is just pulls something out of nothing and uh it's a shame he got hurt and um
2: uh and then it's carded just
0: just that. Yeah. You know. That was yeah. unnecessary, right? L- I mean, like he, giving a guy a card for throwing a water bottle down, like that seemed unnecessary.
1: I think he was he, pissed off at the injury, but the ref probably took it as
3: being pissed off no. at the decision.
0: Yeah. I'm the not even sure there.
3: the referee saw him with the water bottle, honestly. Um <laughs> well, because the referee wasn't looking at him at the, at that point and it the water hit the referee in the back of the leg so i I wonder if he thought that he's got spit on,
1: no, he was standing right over, oh really? yeah, He was standing right yeah.
3: over,
1: yeah, yeah, I think he saw it. um, I thought he were making a dig at his vision. It's like he didn't <laughs> maybe that too. He didn't see the tackle properly, so he didn't see uh Martial slam the water ball right in front of him. amen, uh, oh, hey, oh uh, martial, oh. animal, an animal, martial um. It's been a tough period. I'm not going to take it out on you, man. Um, I know we football fans, we have expectations. We always do from game to game. We see price tags attached to players, um, but you guys aren't merchandise. All right. Y'all are still human beings in there. So um, uh, get well, get well soon. Um, you're wearing that Sevier shirt right
2: now. so So we got your back right now.
0: And with that, vamos mi Sevilla.
2: Vamos campeón.
3: Hey, no que tardes.
0: Share and follow on all your podcasts or whatever. Hit the Link bell. Link and subscribe. Hit the bell. All that is the I should probably research on how that works. I'm going to I'm going to on YouTube.